0: Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things too with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. Today we have a guest co-host, Mr. Jason Edwards, our yeah, show's producer. Yeah. Uh, the future, Justin, is uh, is on location for a little while. So uh, you know, eventually we'll be getting him on some more episodes. But for right now, that man is working. Work. He's working Work. it in SF. All right. So I, I want to thank all of our listeners and subscribers. Please help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, postcard of the week. Postcard of the week. Yes, postcard of the week. That is a magic voice coming in. That's not Jason's voice, but I'll tell you whose it is in a minute. Um, All right, so actually, when I look at this postcard, there's no name on the front, but there is a a pretty picture of a female, and it says, greetings, Ryan. Congrats on navigating another pilot and or tax season. Happy to have one of them behind you. Question mark. Smiley face. I love to beam on your radar for the great projects ahead of you and look forward to crossing paths again soon. In the meantime, thanks for all you do. And that's Laurel Harris uh, via Imperium 7 Talent. And then she puts her email and her website, laurelharris.com. So check out Laurel, um, promoting her on the show. Mm -hmm. And now I'm throwing it away. All right. All right, so let's. Uh, we're going to jump to our guest. Yeah, uh, guest this week. He's appeared. He appeared on our local scene around 2015, and has definitely made his mark in our community, with roots in show business and the fashion world. We yes. might get into that a little bit. This is a guy whose resume has an unbelievable amount of credits uh, just in the last two years. If you go to his IMDb page, it's crazy. Um, but his career in acting dates back in film to as early as the two, early 2000s. Thousands. He has nearly 80 film and TV credits under his belt. Please welcome the very talented and always distinguishable James Moses Black. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you. Wow, all these people came out. It's to crazy. See me. I know, man. It's Jason, like... when did we get a studio
2: audience? <laughs> I know. How I know. Yeah. We need to hire you just for our rock. Our, our it's dog. like
0: it's like we're at a stadium. Yeah. Which we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question mark
1: <laughs> what's up James how are you what's up Brian I'm good man I'm good uh, good to be here chatting with you uh, was, was that good. pretty
0: accurate on on those dates like you you got to New Orleans around 2015 well, and started
1: working I, I actually got to New Orleans drunk uh, <laughs> and that was uh, <laughs> that was 2013 okay yeah, this is the end and then I, I started picking up more more momentum like 2014
0: 2015 okay yeah all right yeah, yeah. we'll get into it Let's start from the beginning, beginning. All right. The beginning however far back you want to go, um, who are you? Where did you come from? How did you get here today? Like tell us about your roots in acting or okay. like what what led to you becoming uh, the successful actor that you are today?
1: So it all started like when I came out of my mother's womb.
0: Okay, uh, That's I was, really I was, far I was back. was really
1: screaming really loud. And she was like, wow, he's going to be an actor one day. <laughs>
0: She's like, he's <laughs> got a <laughs> great voice. Yeah, so, she put him in voiceovers.
1: Yeah. He's like, he's just going to be a great actor. So um, after we traveled around, my father was in the military. Uh, we landed in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, two separate cities. But we landed in both cities. And, uh, as a child, I was like always, um, spoiled, uh, so, are you an only child? No, I have a sister. Um, but my mother was, my mother's an artist, you know, she's a, she's an artist. So she would, she would make our clothes. She would make, you know, interior designs for people. She was just an artist, you know? So, um, she wanted me to be an artist too. My sister, she just wanted to, to get out the house, but, uh, she wanted me to be an artist. So she'd buy me drums, guitars, and, and, and I would them for like a week and then it's like nah i'm done
0: did, did you like her making your clothes when you were young oh yeah you oh, yeah. were cool with it yeah yeah you weren't like no i want your bow jeans Dash, no. like,
1: <laughs> <your beau." laughs> mom yeah put a horse on the back of my ass yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh no yeah she she i like my mother making our clothes because they were like stylish and then um you know i'd go to the spiegel catalog 60609 and be like mom can spiegel. you make that can i remember spiegel that? remember spiegel is that still a thing I don't, know. I don't know. There's so many. No, I don't think it
0: so, is. So, oh, so you get the catalog and you'd open it and you'd be like, Dang, I want mom, that. Can you make that? And it's she'd mom. replicate it?
1: Yeah, make it. That's so cool. Damn. Yeah. So, she was, a, she was an enormous talent. She is an enormous talent. Uh, and so, you know, I, I grew up there, grew up there in Pittsburgh, a little bit in Philly. And then all of a sudden, I went away and started the corporate world after graduation. But I was always entertaining.
0: What, what kind of corporate?
1: Um, so, I worked for Target, um, PepsiCo. Stroh's beer. I don't know if you guys remember Stroh's beer. Uh, but that's I a,
0: remember the name. I don't yeah. know if I've ever had a Stroh's. Yeah. It, was,
1: it was it was like drinking like soda water and salt. Uh, <laughs> that's it's perfect. Perfect, basically whatever. It's like
0: Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. without well, Gatorade's not soda but. And, and no alcohol. Or Gatorade. Yeah. Uh,
1: and so yeah, I worked for Target, uh, PepsiCo. Uh Federated which was Macy's.
0: What like what were your positions and in- Uh so
1: I was always like a group sales manager over Softlines. So Softlines clothing, you know, cuz that that was my thing. I like I, I like clothing. So I would I'd work for them and uh, and then I came up with my own clothing line eventually.
0: Okay, so what what year frame is this oh, corporate uh, thing happening? Uh,
1: this is this is from 91 till 90 90- eight maybe
0: okay yeah and 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 98 is when you came up with your own my own clothing line
1: and and i went to a couple of shows in las vegas i went to jacob javis in new york i went to dallas mart i went to what was your clothing line it's called jimmy wear
0: yeah
1: yeah so jimmy a jimmy was a a condom so we used to call condoms jimmies so jimmy wear was just about thinking about what you're putting on
0: Okay, a condom for your whole body. Yeah, well, not a condom, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) a trash bag.
0: Uh, (laughs) No, Uh,
1: but just thinking about the the clothes you wear and and how how you represent them.
0: Was it like protective wear? Did it have anything
1: to do with? it? No, the packaging was uh, for the underwear. was a was a big condom package. Really? Yeah. So it had a big question mark on on the outside, and when you flipped it over, you could see the underwear. It was clear. And how did
0: how did it do? I mean, it did
1: well. I sold it for like ten thousand dollars. I sold everything.
0: You sold that. Yeah, you sold. sold out, and, got out of it. And is it gone? Yeah, does it's it exist anywhere? It's gone. No.
1: But the packaging they stole from me, because Calvin Klein came out eventually with zipper packaging. And that's the same type of packaging I had. Oh, and it and it kind of looked and, like a yeah, it looked like the same. Wrapper. Yeah, yeah. So you, just imagine a condom wrapper, but like maybe like you know, like four inches? eight by, eight by eight. yeah, something like that. And then you you rip the top, and then it had this zipper, and you you could take your underwear out and then put your underwear back in because the packaging was so cool. If
0: you, like we were traveling. Was it it just underwear or you had other? Well,
1: I I did men and women's underwear. Okay. So I I think I was one of the first dudes in America to do lace thongs. Like the lace, yeah. Instead of having that rope, it was just lace. And it was pretty cool. How
0: how do you, I mean, how did you, is it from working in Target and like all these corporate worlds that you knew how to get like stuff like that manufactured? Yeah,
1: yeah, basically. Basically working at Target and Federated. That's how I uh, put my mind together. And then going to shows. I i used to go to like the Las Vegas show just to walk around and see what people were doing.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And then you meet manufacturers. You meet people who supply stuff. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I can do this. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. So then you sell the thing. And sell then, the thing. And
1: then what happens? And then I'm, I'm in Minneapolis at the time. And uh, I'm a waiter. And um, I did a show called... Uh, wasn't a show it was a play called uh castle rock did it uh the shawshank redemption so i did shawshank on a stage stage adaptation the only one castle rock ever ever um authorized really yeah and so this guy ryan north had all these moving parts and it looked like a prison and this woman saw me and she's like hey you should you should be an actor and I was like, oh, I think Isn't I that what just, I'm doing? I just doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then she, she said, yeah, she was an agent, and she got me into voiceovers. And then all of a sudden, I was with More Creative, and I booked my first commercial, um, which was Best Buy.
0: And that was in Minneapolis? In Minneapolis.
1: And then right after there, there was a strike. Like oh, the strike of the, commercial, the yeah, commercial strike. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I, w- I was in LA during that. Yeah. I, I remember it. Well, yeah. I had just joined the screen actors guild. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. As an actor. And then there was a strike yeah. and I was like, Oh man, strike. And I, I was out there like with all the actors, we would go and pick it. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. We yep. had, it would be really like a call and we have to go and like, be like, please come b- I really want to go into that casting studio and, and do this audition. Cause I need money and I need work. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a that was a big hit. It was a big hit, and man. it lasted forever. Yeah, it seemed like
1: I made a lot of money off this commercial, and I I and it, which was good. And I ended up going to ACT and um, San Francisco. Oh, American Conservatory Theater, uh, and you studied there. I studied there. Oh well, wow, that's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how long how long was that program?
1: Well, I went to the summer intern program, so it was like you went from May until I think it was October or September.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, that's, that's mostly focused on theater, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what, what was that like, like what kind of methods or what kind of, uh, well, techniques did you study?
1: I studied everything from clowning, you know, which is an actual
0: class clowning. Like Commedia dell'arte. Right. Right.
1: Right. And then we studied, um, we had this guy who was an actor and we studied, you know, just, just scene study and, and storytelling. Nice. And then we had, uh, we had stage combat, but it was like, it was, the the thing the school really did for me was improve my behavior toward other people. Okay. Because it, it made us work together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As, as a, as a troop or not a troop, but as people. Yeah. Which I was lacking those skills, you know. Right?
0: And, was this was the play, the Shawshank play? Was that the first play you ever did?
1: First play I ever did, except for Snoopy Christmas with Snoopy.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, how, how did you get cast in that? Being a non actor, I,
1: I don't know, man. I just, I just. You I, went to an audition. I, I went to an audition, and and actually, I did Boggs. So Boggs in the movie was this white cat. It was mm-hmm. like just raping everybody at the prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, so And then uh, It turned out I thought it was gonna do Like Morgan Freeman's part And they're like Nah, we're gonna cast That as a white dude I was <laughs> like Oh, I get it now This is like A reverse casting thing You know So Red was actually A, a, a brunette dude You know I mean Not Red But the, the What's his name so, Tim Tim Robbins' character Okay So yeah They cast me, man and, and And I think they cast me Because I was the only one Like Really being aggressive, like aggressive,
0: <laughs> aggressive. In the, in the yeah, 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 with yeah.
1: the with the other person, so like, okay, we'll get this guy a shot were, yeah, it was good your
0: first audition were you were you really nervous, uh, yes,
1: because uh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing,,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, from my vantage point of view now you you were like one of the most comfortable actors in an audition room, as far as I can see, like you seem really comfortable with what you're doing, yeah, and always you know, have it worked out and know what you want to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I take Ambien a lot, so,
0: uh, (laughs) you know, some things just come out, you know, right before the audition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a, that's a, is that an actor tip of the week? (laughs) We didn't have one today, so that's uh, not, yeah not approved by the show. Take it uh, Ambien right
1: before an interview.
0: (laughs) Don't do that. kids. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So then, um, commercial, you make some money, Uh go to ACT, uh, what happens After you finish that uh,
1: I go back to Minneapolis Break up with my girlfriend And uh, yeah, yeah And start
0: a relationship <laughs> with, with drama
1: yeah, yeah Right I just, I just well, Guess what I learned In um, San Francisco This summer She's like what I said how to like Act like I'm breaking up With you <laughs> she said, Is this really how you did it Yeah I was like But she didn't take that Very well <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we ended up breaking up, and uh, uh, she told me, "This is this." I think that I've heard this a couple of times, but she said, "You're running," and I was like, "From what?" She said, "You're not. You know, you don't want to be in a relationship." And I was like, "I do, but it's in California. I want to have a relationship with Hollywood."
0: All right, so then you broke up with her and moved to Hollywood, moved to moved to California, moved to Hollywood. All right, and that was in two thousand one. All right, the strike's over strikes for commercials. Over.
1: Yeah, um, I happen to have a hookup, and they actually hooked me up with a, an agency. Like, I walked into, like, most people don't just walk into an agency. This is for commercials? Commercials, commercials. Okay. And then uh, I was with Acme Talent which Oh, close, I know yeah, Acme yeah, Talent. yeah, yeah, yeah And then I just basically I just ran ran the place after that I mean, I would stop in and say hey to people oh, Hey, it's James, hey and, and and then sooner or later I had an interview To have um, theatrical representation
0: At Acme? At Acme
1: Because oh. I would just say hi to people Just, hey, how hey, you doing? Hey, what's up? That guy's really charming Yeah, yeah, yeah And I would never ask him for like representation I'm just like, hey Yeah, hi. I
0: mean, I, I look at your... Um when you first got here, look at your demo clips and whatnot. And, you, I mean, you have all this history of shows you've done in, you know, in Hollywood. Right. Um, and then what made you go, like, what was, the, what was it like there? And then what made you move here? So to New Orleans?
1: I was, momentum wise, I was, you know, doing a lot of TV. Or I was building up to a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I had no film credits. Like, I had no... Film credits. I think the only one I had at the time was Get Smart with Steve Carell. That was okay. the only one I had at the time. And, and then um, one day, I don't know who I, someone told me, he like, said, man, you know, they're doing a lot of filming in New Orleans, like in Louisiana. Was what like, year? What year is this? 2013. 20, 2013. 2012. Is, that's when they actually told me. Okay. And I said, oh yeah, I'm going to go check that out. And I came down here, I, I think it was like during Mardi Gras or something, man, because I was like, Wow. This goes on all the time.
0: <laughs> Lord you win. I
1: was like, wow, I gotta move here. Become an alcoholic. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so I came down and then the next thing you know, I, I had a visit with our friend, Brenda. And uh Brenda Netzberger, Nets shout Burger. out. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then next thing you know, she's like, Sure, I'll bring you on and then the rest is history.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. and I mean I, you probably booked. I want to say you probably booked the first thing you ever auditioned for with me. Yeah, or at least the second thing. Yeah, I booked. I, I booked it a lot with
1: Ryan Glorio. So let
0: me. I tell mean, you. you you have a really like strong track record here in New Orleans, wouldn't mm. you say? I yeah, mean, you, absolutely. So you do all you've like over a three four year period. You do like how many projects? Are you passed <laughs> in? then? Oh, I got to be like thirty, 30 maybe. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's 30. And then so like you've progressed on beyond that. So what's going on now? Like you you have some other stuff happening? Yeah,
1: so I moved like I said, I moved back to California. You, well, I'm in between. I have I still have a place here and I have a place
0: in California. Okay. Cuz you you got those film credits. Yeah, I got, the film, credits. got the know, film credits. Got the film credits. And you you have a lot more TV credits right. too. Like right. like stronger like guest star. Mhm. Strong recurring stuff happening yeah. in your life, and now
1: they feel that they can make you know that now that the people who represent me zero gravity they feel that they can just get me offer onlys. So nice. that's that's you know that's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but you're such a good auditioner. Yeah, and I, I was gonna say, did you I don't, tell them that? It,
1: no, they. I think they already knew it. But I got a I got a really good funny story. Tell us. So I was I was uh, I was interviewing with a um, an agency, and I just I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go and interview a couple people, whatever. Cause I got it like that now Right I can walk in Right That's what I thought So I <laughs> like, I get like 75 credits Right So I walk in the door And the lady says Okay We usually want people To do a monologue And I looked at her And I said I'm not doing no damn monologue Just <laughs> I'm like, No, I'm not doing a monologue. You now, now I don't, I don't, don't, I'm not telling you all to go and say this to someone. Do do not, do not do this unless you you feel totally comfortable with not working with this agency.
0: Don't want to be represented.
1: (laughs) Unless you know And then she said, she said something to me that I, 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 you know, I was trying to be polite, right? And she says to me, "So, do you have a slate reel?" I said, "A slate reel? What? What the heck is a slate reel?" Well, you know, it's the thing they see before they see your I said, "Is this the wrong agency, really? Because I don't know what a slate reel is, and this is 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could just possibly tell me what a slate reel is, maybe I'll get one. But I don't think I need it. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't need think you it. Do. Need. It was like she's like, 'Well, it, it's some some new numerology she does to boost you to the top.' And I was like no lady, I'm sorry. I'm, this is probably the wrong agency for me. But you do a lot for people who don't have a lot like I have. But she didn't. She couldn't tell the difference." You know, like I have 75 credits and Jason over here has two.
0: Not this Jason. Not this Jason. What? I pointed to the right. (laughs) Jason's sitting to the left. I pointed to the right. Jason, Jason's a pretty seasoned actor himself. Uh, yeah, he's got yeah. some—he's got some strong credits. Man. Well, keep it rolling. Yeah. But
1: yeah, that's what happened, man. So that—that's what's out there right now. Is uh, I've just, you know, I'm just—you know—I'm taking my time with
0: it. You know, did you? Did you? When you moved to New Orleans, did you let your apartment go in Hollywood or? Did, or well, I keep it, saying Hollywood. Well,
1: I, I have a place in Venice Beach, and <sighs> I and I—I I
0: lived in Venice. Did you? Yeah, three yeah. years.
1: Oh wow, I lived okay. right by the farmers market.
0: Where's the farmer's market? Uh, on
1: Venice Boulevard, like South Venice Boulevard.
0: Okay. Yeah. I lived on 30th on Walk Street. Okay. Um, I worked at a bed and breakfast. Oh, nice. That's another... Maybe I've told that story. I worked at the Venice Beach House. It's a oh, bed yeah. and breakfast. I know where that's at. And yeah. I, I lived in the basement. Oh, wow. Yeah. For part of the time. Yeah. Part you of the time. Heard, you heard a lot there. of things in that basement, didn't you? I heard a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was the guy who would like let people in when they were locked out because right. it was like real regular keys. Okay. You know? It was just a house. Oh, okay. It was awesome. Yeah. Right on the beach. Yeah, I know that. I know
1: where you're at. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, okay, so you got this place in Venice. Yeah, so I
1: subletted it for two years. Oh.
0: Because I said, ah, I'm not going to stay in New Orleans more than a year.
1: And four years later, I was like, oh, wow. It kept you working. <laughs> I, better, I better get rid of this place, man. Because yeah. it was like flying back and forth, readjusting the apartment, and not just finally let it go. But now that same apartment, one bedroom, one bedroom, a block from the beach is now $2,400 a month. It's like, it's crazy. Damn. It's crazy.
0: That's is that are you grandfathered into something? Yeah, well see if Cold I would've school. kept it, I would have oh, been able
1: to it, it was rent control. Rent control. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh my so, god. So but yeah. No. Nope. Twenty twenty four hundred. I get something month. else. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I will go two blocks from the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll
1: move to the valley or
0: something. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's hard to leave Venice though. It is. It's, it is. It's a cool place. And it's it's getting so like bougie now it is it's, it's like overpopulated Kenny is way yeah. different than when i lived there way
1: crazy
2: it's so expensive yeah
1: i know all those stores and yeah. it's like you know back in the day you could tell somebody well mug him because he did something to me but now it's like you can't do it <laughs> 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 you know it's all cleaned up now you know yeah.
2: everybody's gone i used to sell real estate in california and it was so crazy how one street could determine one street over would be really dilapidated houses in the ne- Other side of the street was million dollar plus. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, yeah, the rent is crazy, man. man. It's crazy. I lived in like converted garages for like a thousand dollars a month, (laughs) like just somebody's back house. That was awful. I,
0: I all like every place I ever lived in. Maybe this is dating me. Was never. More than $800 a month, and I always had a roommate. Wow. Yeah, like everywhere I lived in, well, one place was more expensive, and it killed me. Like, my portion of the rent was like $500, and I never had any money. Wow. And I was always broke. I was like, I can't afford this $500. <laughs> oh, it was good times. And a lot then- of 29 cent uh, hamburgers from McDonald's oh, yeah. on Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's going back. That's wow. going back. <laughs> yeah. That's not even what a happy meal. Know that. <laughs> no, they used to have a special. It was like, It was like twenty nine cent hamburgers, and then thirty nine cent cheeseburgers on the following day. Oh wow! And we like we were so poor, we would just go on those two days and buy a bunch of like burgers.
2: (laughs) He he wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't spring for the cheeseburgers. No, I would. I would.
0: (laughs) I I was all about the cheeseburger. In Uh, the in the words of Dave Chappelle. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I'm like I,
1: I I'm saying words. I hope this is all right to say like damn. Yeah, you just okay, hurt it.
0: somebody's ears. Okay,
2: yeah. right. so, <laughs> They were just turning, turning up their microphone and, and their headphones. I, like, I, I
0: can't hear him. I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So so things are going well. Like, wh- where do you see your career going from here? Like, what? Uh,
1: well, um, I'm doing a couple things right now. I'm writing a show about the first integrated um, a show. I don't know what they want to do with it, but I finished a movie. It's about the first integrated hotel and casino in America. And it was actually in Las Vegas. It was called the Moulin Rouge. And it opened in 1955, May, and closed in 1955, October. Wow. November, yeah. So uh, telling that story and then telling a a secondary story about a guy who discovers uh, through a series of tests, he's gone through something that he's not actually a white man, but he's actually black because they discover he has sickle cell, the trait. Oh, But he's been living this... White lie. Is this your character? No, no. I could never pass for black. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, that <laughs> well, was really funny, though, James. Thank you, James. Uh, but uh, no, it's a, This character is, is a, a white guy, and he he is brought there by his father when he's a boy to, to be raised as a white child, and he discovers that he has this trait. And then all of a sudden, his, wife, his life, which is white, turns into he has to live the, the life of a Negro now. Oh, wow. Yeah, and his, he's trying to protect that life. And then, it yeah, I'm not going to tell you the whole it sounds
0: story. sounds like a great It is. A it's great really good, film. man. It's really good. So. When do we think that's going to come out?
1: Um, so we're on debate. I'm with uh, a couple agencies right now um, for my literary stuff. And um, so we're trying to debate whether it's a TV show or whether it's a movie. Oh, TV show you get to tell more, like Like a series. Film you might miss a couple things, you know. So, doing that and then um, just you know just just waiting.
0: Yeah, just waiting, just cashing those residual checks.
1: Yeah, man, got one the other day, man. Yeah, went out and bought a whole box of
0: hamburgers. Yeah, (laughs) and they weren't even twenty (laughs) nine
2: cents.
1: (laughs) That's I'm not gonna be hungry for the rest of the year. I love that.
0: Do you ever do any stand up? well, I was
1: gonna be I was that that's the next thing. I'm I'm going to a stand up class because I like stand up, you know, but I and not raunchy stand up, but I like real smart
0: stuff. You like know. Y- you're going in LA or yeah, LA. New Orleans? L.A., Yeah.
1: How long are you in New Orleans? <laughs> uh I'll
0: be here next week. Are you here working? No. You just here to play. Yeah,
1: I had to get out of here for a minute, man. It's like I'm gonna go back to New Orleans. It's nice
0: a to escape yeah. LA, right? Yeah. Or Venice.
1: Ven- well, Venice, yeah. LA, yes. Venice, mm, like Venice. Yeah. I like Venice. All of it. Yeah. I like
0: it. It's it's just so uh, it's just so time consuming. Like everything there, because it's like the traffic, and it takes you so far to get to one place. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier yeah, here. Yeah, it I is. Think.
1: It is. I like Los Angeles because it's just like here. I met a ton of people who I would probably have never, excuse me, met before. You know, yeah. tons. And in LA, in certain sections, it's the same thing. Like, I live near the beach. There's people who come from around the world to Venice Beach, you know? Right. And you get to meet different people. So that's what I
0: like about it. That's awesome. Yeah. And then <laughs> you've worked a lot in, in Atlanta, too, right?
1: Yeah. So I, I did that 24 Legacy series that got canceled. Um, but, Wasn't yeah. it your fault? No, it was not my fault. And now they're rebooting it. You know that. Are they? Yeah. It's called the prequel now. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Times before I was black. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what I've just well, called it. I'm
1: like, well, you know, it's just like what what is this? Man? A
0: prequel? It's when you're a white guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh so they're doing a prequel now. I'm not gonna be involved with that, but you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. They could Why well, I I'm sorry to say I haven't. I didn't watch that. I'm I'm probably the reason why it got canceled because I didn't help with the ratings. But so I don't know what your character was. But (laughs) oh wow, could it potentially could your your guy be a prequel guy, or was it something that was set up?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But since you didn't watch the show, I I don't know. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna make sure I uh, I go get it on Netflix or something. Yeah, I was I was I was the Criminal Element. You of know, the government. I never actually watched the first 24 series. Yeah, I didn't either. I I hear it was amazing. Yeah. You know. Um. So sorry, I'm sorry about. But oh, don't worry about it. So but it, I've watched other things that you're in. Yeah. Just the ones I cast you in. Yeah. You know, As you should. I'm like, I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh, let me see what other questions I have. Okay. So our our show it's called talking like normal people. Right. How do you talk like a normal person when you're when you're acting? How do you keep it grounded and real and you know, stay in Well, time?
1: the someone made a good point to me uh, the other day. I, I still take classes. You know, I don't take scene study classes because those are nightmares in LA. But um I take auditioning classes. Okay. So the sole purpose of this class is to teach you how to audition. Okay, And you know in Break down script and whatever But it's the main purpose is how do you audition And get the job Not how you act because acting is what But happens. now you're offer only so what the hell Yeah well still you know but listen Lady Gaga Auditioned for uh, you know Star is Born uh, She's mm. supposed to be great Yeah so if, she, if Lady Gaga it. can audition For Star is Born so can I Maybe
2: you can have a class that's like how to get offer only No <laughs> No, it isn't one day by competing no, in no, that no, world. It, no, I, don't, I don't, want that class, okay. bro. So, uh, so in auditions, then what, what have you? What are some things you've learned to separate yourself, or, or that you bring into the room? Yeah, how, well, I don't see you audition, Ryan. Obviously, how has seen how, how
0: do you set yourself apart?
1: So, I'm going to answer your first three questions. Okay. Uh, the first, one, <laughs> your first question was, "How do I talk like a normal person?" So, an audition is basically, you know, this is an imaginary world that we play in, right? So. Mm-hmm. In an imaginary world, you, you don't take yourself out of the equation. You just allow the imaginary circumstances to affect you. But you don't take who you are out, you know, because mm-hmm. you're, you're the reason you're in the room. Sure. They want to see you. And that's, that was always an ambiguous statement to me. We want to see you. And I was like, you want to see me? I'm standing right in front of you. But what, what's really saying, what they really said, or what they were saying, is that you take this and internalize it and tell us about it that's that's what it is you tell us about it you as james moses black you as you know whoever you are lady gaga whoever you are you tell it like this here here are the parameters here are the sentences you tell us how you feel and that's that's what it is that's how i can talk as a normal person when i come in the office it's none of these things are far away from me like i think i have the propensity to do anything Okay, in the, in, the, in the right circumstances, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I have the propensity. So as long as that propensity exists, I use it. it doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily mean that. Nah, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna punch a wall out on a bus. There is no walls on buses, but I have the propensity to do it.
0: Nice. Yeah, I like this answer. And and then
1: the other question I was gonna get to, and then I'll get to Jason's question is that <clears throat> I believe you know some people say we're storytellers. I don't think so. I think we are performers of stories. Okay. Storyteller is the dude who wrote it or the woman who wrote it. That's the storyteller right there. We are performers. I, this is what I like to think. I'm a performer of what they wrote. You're, in,
0: you're the interpreter.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's what
2: it is. And then what were you saying? I was just asking because you've taken those classes and obviously you've had success with booking in multiple areas that you have to go develop relationships with, uh, the casting directors, uh-huh. how do you, what are some tips you have to bring into the audition room? Um, sometimes I say bring some money, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, money is, you can cure a lot of stuff and get you, you know, you, yeah. you lay like two, 3000 on the table. Mm-hmm. We might have a job. You yeah, just, just got to get so, a, yeah, yeah,
2: just, a recurring role for that, right? Uh, right. Yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not true. That's not because Ryan never right. takes my bribes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, but what do I do? I, is that the question?
0: How yeah. do you set yourself apart from the other? Like, if you're in a lobby and there are five other guys that seem similar to you uh-huh. or like look like you or whatever, like, does that get in your head? How do you how do you keep it like? focused and come in and like be the best you that you can be um
1: what i do is i don't pay attention who's in who's in the lobby
0: boom i like that just
1: don't it's not not good for you and 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 again i don't get involved with conversations in the lobby you know when i come here it's just I'm, i'm about to get down so i i don't i don't and i talk i might say hi but then I'm going to excuse myself and go do my
0: thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There so. are just some people who cannot control themselves and it's just maybe it's nerves or whatever and they're just rattling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Whoop, 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 you know, talk 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 and then they come in the room and it's like, "Oh, um, yeah. can I see the sides?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You're yeah. out there. I know you've been sitting out there for 45 minutes right. talking. Right. Like cuz I, I can ju- hear you. I
2: just got these last night. You just
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like Made Like half of your day About coming to this thing And going on this job interview Like be freaking prepared
1: Right Right right. Come in and rock it Right And a lot of people Like get involved In conversations They shouldn't have Before they have an audition
0: Just they shouldn't Yeah Some people are trying To psych others out Yeah
1: Yeah You know yeah. Which is It's funny now When I walk in the room I'm like the dude They're like Oh my god James is here You know That, that, that happens now You know and like Oh hey Hey man <laughs> Just trying to get Some of what you got
0: Hey. Okay. Hey okay, man. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna to move to Venice. Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's funny
1: now. This is a weird transition.
0: Um <clears throat> so what do you do when you're not acting?
1: Um so when I when I'm not acting, I, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. I I, I kind of practice life. I I try to be like a really good You
0: seem like you travel a lot, right? I do. Every time I'm like, for just to get you to come do this, like we would be messaging, and you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be uh, yeah, New York. I'm gonna Paris. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Going to going here, going there. Right? Um, Is that is that like one of your big hobbies? Yeah, I I I
1: enjoy life. Not not, now. I'm saying that I enjoy life, meaning experiencing life, which is another. Component to being a greater auditioner and, and actor is that you have to explore life, because there's we bring life into a room. Like when, when I come in audition, I bring a life into the room, mm-hmm. so I can only have that type of life if I'm experiencing different aspects of life and and, and travel. You don't have to travel; you could just you just got to experience people.
0: Yeah, good. You know? Yeah, nice. Um, so I know we talked about ACT and like your you're going to classes or anything. Are there any, did I ask you this? Are there any methods that you subscribe to, or is it just something that's a gut instinct for you with acting?
1: Yeah, I think there's no methods. I, Well, one method is prepared. I'm, I'm prepared. I, that's probably the number one method. I don't know if you call it a method, but being prepared. Yeah. I like to be off book or close to it.
0: Do you have a pretty great memory? Like, is it, is it pretty fast for well, you?
1: Well, I've learned now when I get stuck that I, I, and I take my memory and let's say it was like I auditioned for I was I was pinned for this SWAT show and there was two two guys on the show I had to talk about it was Marcus and um, Remy. But I could not remember Marcus and Remy. So I said, Mr. I just told myself, Mr., which is an acronym for Marcus and Remy. So now I play these memory games with myself if I forget. And I'll, the, the thing I try to do is make something common to me so I remember it. And I then I put it into the script. Huh?
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, it's weird. Everybody has <laughs> their own uh, their own way of memorization. And th- have you ever done anything like that, Jason, as an actor? Um,
2: I typically learn through audio, so I'll I can't just look at a script and memorize it that way. I prefer to record it and, and listen each line. Yeah, I'll do that over and over again as I'm driving or whatever. Mm. And it's efficient too because I can be driving and handling it versus reading a script. Right. Um, but that's the way I learn. Or uh, I have found a new way that's helped me a little bit with writing the first letter of every word. Huh. And then I like, if I can go through it with just the letters, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, then I can usually retain it's it that weird. way too.
0: Like I don't have, to, like I read with most of the actors. I'm I'm usually the reader when I do auditions and um, I don't have to memorize the lines. But mm-hmm. after I always memorize every side it's like the first like f- four actors come in and we do the scene twice, you know, right. each or right. whatever. And the rest of the day, I'm like, I I have the script in my hand, but it's, it's memorized. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like for, I think for me, it's just saying it out loud with mm. someone else, mm-hmm. you know, having another person there. Um, and just re- just listening to them. Yeah. You know, and, and knowing when to come in, knowing the queue. Right. Um, right. so so that's three different uh ways to to memorize uh-huh. that we're that we're finding here. So it's, I mean, it's all different ways, but I, I think I think those are awesome. Yeah. Awesome ways to do that. Um so what's what's something that you want uh casting or producers to know about you that they don't already know that we haven't talked about
1: that I'm not 60 years old
0: <laughs> you're not
1: I am not 60 I mean I'm 55 but if you look at me you think I'm like in my 40s yeah you
0: you, you seem younger than yeah me. so
1: so now it's like man I have to tell like my company now zero gravity man, man don't send me in for something that's 55 to 60 bro because it, it it's
0: not working out yeah you and know? you you present yourself Younger than that too, like like your clothes you're wearing, you're you like cool and hip and like yeah. You don't, I mean traditionally when I think of a sixty year old, I'm thinking of like my dad's generation. Yeah, you know, and for me to be sixty, it's going to take a couple days.
1: Because like (laughs) I I got to grow this gray, in I got to do I got to do a bunch of stuff just to be sixty. Like nah, not sixty, not fifty five. I I'm proud of being fifty five because I take care of myself, but. When you see me in that room and, and I, you know, when I walk in and, and even to the lobby and I said I don't pay attention and the lobby is just a bunch of dudes with gray beards and <laughs> gray hair and I'm thinking, nah, man, this is, I, I, can, I can let it go. It's like, I think they, that if it was me casting, yeah, I'd say, oh, that person,
0: yeah, you know, physically, physically. Uh- have you been in that situation yeah a lot yeah. <laughs> got gotcha. you yeah yeah so you know it's all good my
1: time is my time is moving i'm 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 doing well with what what i get selected to do so you know just a small thing for those producers and those casting people awesome yeah
0: so um you're a very interesting guy i think this this has been a, a really fun chat are there any questions that you have for like the casting side that that you might want to know about, or are you are you good to go?
1: Yeah, you know, <clears throat> one of the one of the things I <clears throat> one of the things I always think about with casting people, um, where if you had to choose, like if the casting person has three people on the table and it's they, they want to get it down to two, and probably all the auditions are similar, mm-hmm. and then maybe so hard, it's so hard. I, it's so hard. And that's so. That's what I want to say. So we
0: have three choices. Three choices, and then we we want. I need to narrow it to two to send to like the producers. Right.
1: What is the difference? What, what? Where do you where do you make up your mind? Is it is it
0: off? Maybe two. You know, it just depends. Maybe two of the three are like like very similar in look Mm -hmm. and equally talented. Um, and we got to choose one of those to cut. Right. Um, I, I would probably just like rewatch and then rewatch again the audition to see if there's any, you know, anything within the performance that would suggest that one is is maybe the better choice. Okay. Um, anything about them walking in the room it could, or it could, interacting with you? It could. It could be a personality thing. Like mm. maybe like they're a certain type of person in the room. Maybe they have a bad personality and they're they're not likable or maybe they are very likable which may help help them to win out right um maybe they have a reputation of being a problem on set you know that mm. could that could factor in to you know choosing one over the other um I, you know I don't I haven't run into that too too much I don't know if I've run into that really like someone being a problem and not putting right. them up for something right not around here i'm sure that happens though yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt it okay um it might be someone that's newer that i'm not as familiar with versus someone that is very trusted and has uh, you know has yeah. uh has worked on several things that i've been a part of right you know and it, and it's might maybe a comfort thing okay um You never know. Yeah. You know, or maybe I just can't decide and I send all three, Mm. you know, and let the producer decide, you know, because I mean, if they're, if they're really good, all of them, Uh then they should see them all. Right. You know, I mean, if it's someone being a jerk, that's like, no, I only want to see two, then, you know, we only send one for approval. Right. You know, the Mm. one that they ultimately decide is the, is the select. Yeah. So... I think I think three is fine to send three, but That's, yeah, okay. I, I usually I usually pare it down to about five to to give them options, and if they need to see more, then I'll you know uh-huh. put some more. So what what who 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 kind of influenced you to do what you do? Oh man, I was well, I was an actor. I know I've talked about that on this podcast. Um, I was an actor mm-hmm. first, for like since I was a kid, you know, and I moved to L.A., did that whole thing and um, never worked in casting until I moved back to New Orleans. Oh, OK. Um, and I I don't really have any like big casting director influences. I just started working in casting and found that I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started working with Liz Coolon. OK. And um, we we learned a lot together as we worked you know like we learned how to do the job basically okay on the job right right on the job training like i knew i knew uh actor stuff you know stuff about the screen actors guild and like how to run a audition session and you know certain things about the contracts and that i could talk about that i i knew how to deal with um so that, that kind of helped for it to become a, a good fit for me. And then I found that I really enjoyed sort of the, I like the combo of the creative side of it, because I, I feel like I'm a creative person in combination with the, like the clerical stuff, okay. you know, the organizational, uh, systems that we use i love i love like all the video stuff and like managing that and like figuring out how like what's going to be the best way to present these things to these people to producers Mm -hmm. and i love all that stuff so um and it it keeps me busy so cool i don't know i don't know what influenced me but um i think i just i like to be busy and i like to work and right from the get-go with casting i was busy right you know yeah yeah as an actor, I worked every now and then, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I was like tearing up the silver screen or anything, right, but, right. um, you know, and, and I probably didn't stick it out long enough to see if that would happen. Right. You know, right. I, uh, I got kind of like it ended for me. I yeah. was like, oh, I'm good. Like it's all I wanted forever. Right. And then eventually it just kind of like dissipated and I was like, oh wait, I'm not obsessing about this anymore <laughs> in my head. Like Right. I found something else that I really enjoy doing, like uh-huh. genuinely enjoy doing. And it's fun. Yeah. So that's that's that's, that. that's my my bag, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, you know, it's funny, man. I, people, you know, people say, yo, you, you got like 80 credits, 75 credits. And I go, well, that's it's OK, because I go to Keith David's page, you know, Keith David, the actor, mm-hmm. or I'll go to Samuel Jackson's page. This cat got like 300. Yeah. Like that, that, that's work right there. Yeah. You know, 75 is just, you know, that's when
0: you dive off the diving board. I think, well, honestly, I think that like, yeah, you've had a really great career and you've been doing a lot of really cool stuff, but I think you're just kind of, I think you're just starting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you're like you said, like you're 55 mm-hmm. and you look like you're, you know, 40. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a benefit for you and you're starting to get this like really strong traction in in hollywood right right you know so i think that that's going to work to your benefit and you're, you're going to start seeing bigger and bigger stuff and you know those guys have 300 credits because they don't turn shit down they do everything <laughs> they do right? they do everything because either they like they just like working as an actor or they like the money i'm uh-huh. sure it's a combo of both right but you know you you can't be like you can't if you turn stuff down people are going to stop calling you uh-huh. you know it's like i say in casting too it's like if i keep turning shows down or right. jobs down if i'm unavailable then that company is going to stop calling me yeah. they're going to move they're going to find somebody else that can do the job mm-hmm. you know that they like as well. Right. And that person said yes and they're gonna try them again and you know, so yeah. they, don't turn the jobs down.
1: Yeah. I've I've yeah. I've turned one job down in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I was just that you know like, not nah, feeling I'm not doing that, man. You no. know if they had me pinned to like some star on the ground. It was like some devil stuff. I was like, no. <laughs> 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 I,
0: might stay I feel stay with something's with gonna go wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Awesome Any other questions? Oh that's it man
1: I, I'm just you know I You know one thing I try to do When I come into casting rooms Is make The, the person reading Or the person The casting person Feel something Not feel like they want to hire me But I There's something I always Say to myself That I'm going to make them Feel something Some kind of way Not like I'm going to get the job But some Some kind of way Like either they're being You know they're, they're a part of this, mm-hmm. and, they, and, and and so if I go in the room and I said, "I'm not going to let them off the hook with just being a reader, I'm going to go in here and make them feel like they're going through this day too.
0: Awesome, you know so yeah yeah, I, I, yeah you definitely you definitely have like a really strong presence when you're in the room, and if any uh, any other casting directors listen to this podcast. I don't know if any do. Yeah. And uh you don't know don't know this guy, James <laughs> Moses Black. Look him up on IMDB, call him in. If he'll come in, I mean he has an offer Oh, yeah, now. Whatever, whatever.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He doesn't turn it down because yeah. he's <laughs> wait, waiting for the offer. Yeah.
0: yeah. His uh manager is is gonna hear this and they're gonna be like, what the what? Why? Why did you say that? Yeah, yeah. Um, call him in. Yeah, I don't do no damn monologues either. No, <laughs> he does accents though.
1: I do do some accents, and it's a very, it's very, very good that I do these things. Yeah, because you will never know where exactly you'll
0: be. Yeah, yeah. We cast you on That's Zoo right. with, zoo. That, with, that, with accent. that accent. Yep, German.
1: Uh, uh, no, Compton, Compton, baby, Compton. That's Compton, Compton, California,
0: Compton. baby,
1: Compton. Compton. That's awesome. Yeah. So. All right, I really appreciate being on the show, man. thank you for having, man. Appreciate this is
0: this has been awesome. I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. I hope so. It's good you have a good journey.
1: Thank you, and to your listeners, never give
0: up. Never give up. Never give up. Yep, when you get to be fifty-five, you too could look forty. Yes, you can. (laughs) Just call me,
1: and I'll make sure.
0: (laughs) Bye. Jason, you got something? Well, oh, wait, I got yeah, stuff to got say. You got stuff to say. We oh, got yeah. shout All right. outs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh I always forget. What's your what's your social media stuff? Uh it is who is
1: James Moses Black. That's Instagram. And jblack Black62, I think is Twitter. And then I don't know anything else. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, our show is at Talk Like Normal on Twitter. At GloriosoCasting Casting is my personal. At Jason Edwards TV is Jason. Jason, today's wow. Today's co host at full grown mouse is robert uh that's
1: an african name huh jason yes Jason
0: justin the future justin tc underscore underscore on instagram and uh yeah guys thanks for listening thank yeah. you thanks Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.